Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. I'm sure people recognize Joel Johnstone playing Archie in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We were watching the Emmys and Alex Bornstein won an Emmy and she gave an amazing speech about her grandmother who was in the Holocaust. And I'm sure you remember because you were there and I think you won a beautiful Emmy that night also. You won numerous. I think it was the year before that we won. I I don't know. I was was there both times um, and I I remember watching that speech from- And it was awesome. And it affected us. And she talked about how her grandmother had stepped out of line. And she said, what will happen if I step out of line? And the guard said, I'm not going to do anything, but, you know, see, I don't know what's going to happen. Alex said, ladies, step out of line. Let's all step out of line. So we really took that to heart. And we started um, interviewing people for our segments and first we started finding out how people are handling Corona and, and we did all that. And we did about like 25 interviews. And then we've done probably 25 more interviews about how wow. people have stepped out of line in their lives. And um, that's our question. Our biggest question is we like to ask people in their life. Sometimes people step out of line and some amazing things happen. And some people step out of line and they wish they hadn't. Uh, we interviewed somebody last week and we said, how did you step out of line? She goes, I've been in business. I'm a CEO. I can handle everything. The biggest thing I'm doing stepping out of line is doing this interview because I don't feel comfortable talking in public. You know, yeah. and we were like, wow, that's pretty amazing. So yeah. Perry, as you know, does marathons. She has muscular dystrophy. Uh, she competes in marathons every year. And she also raises money. She's raised over $600,000 for kids who have illnesses and cancer. And this is amazing for a child who um, was not supposed to make it past six years old. And she's a junior in school in Adelphi University. She's doing well. And um, she stepped out of line so many times in her life, more so than I ever could. So not to put you on the spot, Joel, but how have you <laughs> at any point in your life? Um, and what was the outcome? Career? Well, I feel, I feel like anything I'm going to say is going to pale in comparison. Perry, I follow you and I'm, I'm familiar with your story and everything. And I just want to say what an inspiration you, you are and, um, and how much respect I have for marathoners like you and 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 all i i just my sister um is a marathoner and i just i mean i just i and and the money and awareness that you have raised i just um i i adore you and i i just think you are special beyond words um so thank you thank you um let me step out of line i i mean i will say the 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 scariest thing i've ever done i grew up in milwaukee wisconsin a, a relatively small ish <laughs> to New York to native New Yorkers like you guys. It's, it's, a, it's, I'm sure a, a tiny little town to me, it was a city growing up, but um, you know, I was 18 and I moved to New York city. I, I, there was something about, I could have told you when I was 12, 
I was going to live in New York City someday. And I don't know why. And I was the only one um, of my of, of my inner nucleus of friends to leave the state. And, and I, I, I still couldn't tell you exactly why. I just knew I needed to get out and I needed to live in New York. And I, I lived in New York throughout my entire twenties. Um, and, um, and that was, that was, that was the first big brave step I made. I wasn't even sure that I was going to be an actor. I just knew that I needed to get out and move to New York. And um, I, I, I don't feel like I began to discover my own identity until I got to New York and, and started to discover who I was as a person, not just professionally, not just as an actor, but just um, really came into my own. Um, and that, I mean, it's, it's, it was scary as hell to Imagine. move from, move from a town of a couple hundred thousand to New York city. Um, where, what did you do? Like, where did you live and what was your first job? Well, I, I, I lived on campus. I, I went to the, um, camp, I, I went to the campus at Lincoln Center. There's several, um, for Fordham. There's one up in the Bronx and I, 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 my favorite actor growing up still is, is Denzel and Denzel went to Fordham and I, that was all, that was all I needed to be sold on. Um, when I, when I was looking at colleges and I said, I, if I'm going to study acting, I want to study where Denzel studied. And, um, and so that, that was my reasoning for, um, for, for going to Fordham. And I lived right there at 60th and Columbus for four years. Um, I, I, and then I moved to Brooklyn after for five years. Uh, and, and then just a few months before I, I had already, um, you know, expired my lease on my apartment, bags are packed. I met the love of my life, my now wife uh, and mother of my child as I was moving to LA. And so that was, that was, um, that was another interesting move and experience of going back and forth and back and forth that she eventually followed me out here. And now we are happily married with, with a family. So, um, but yeah, I, I, um, you know, just again, growing up small town, relatively small town America and moving to the biggest city in the country was, was the scariest step I've, I've ever taken, I would say. And, and probably what comes to mind most if somebody were to ask, you know, as you're asking me, that was my step out of line moment. Could you imagine if you didn't, your, your whole life would be different. I, I imagine it all the time, Lori. I, 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 uh, you know, what, just how drastically different it would, it would be. Um, not particularly better or worse, just, but it would be different. So different. Um, so, so now I know you've done um, a lot of acting and you, you've um, done an amazing amount of, of work. And the biggest work that right now you're doing, of course, um, is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I would say hands down that and Schitt's Creek is probably our favorite series we've ever watched. And we watch, we go through a lot of series and um, the character that you play on, on uh, Maisel is we root for you and season one or two, you you were kind of quiet. You were the best friend. You always try to give good advice. And then season three, your character started pushing the limits on everything. And we saw it happening. And literally, I think Perry was watching you and we covered our eyes because Perry did many papers in- uh, Did you really? Yeah. yeah. And a few of them on uh, 
Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and really uh, interesting. We, I, it would have been great had there been uh, a correlation between what the paper had to be on to your character. And we, we, she could have explored. You did a little bit? Yeah. Oh, maybe you'll send it. No, I would love to read it. Please send it, Perry. I would love to read it. I would but love to. The fact that universities are writing papers on, on Mrs. Maisel and the characters yeah. and, and the roles that people represent. So how did you feel when you saw your character going into this dangerous um, direction uh, of following Joel Maisel's path of, of deviating from, you know, marriage with, with the wife and, and the kids and, and, and pushing the envelope a little bit, we were literally screaming, no, don't do it. And um, right. And you took off the ring. I was like, no, don't take off the ring. <laughs> yeah. And you did switch roles with your friend. How did you feel? Were you, were you happy that it was getting really juicy or were you like, oh, this is, I just can't do this to this poor guy. What are we going to do? Like, how is it uh, feel? Well, well, one, and I'm biased because I play him, but I, 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 my hunch is that Archie wouldn't have actually gone through with anything. My hunch is that he, he was just being a knucklehead. Um, and, uh, and, and I'll leave it at that. The show, specifically the Joel role, is about an imperfect person. He is a, he is a good person who did something bad and, and has paid the price for it and will continue, you know, is continuing to pay the price for it. Um, and, you know, I, I, I prefer to play imperfect people because <laughs> I don't know a perfect person. Um, we're, we're, we're all complicated. We are all, we all make good and bad choices. And, and that minutia is where you find the art. Um, and, and so it's, it's, I, I relished that when I read it and got to play it. And um, um, I, I, I mean, this is my favorite part project that I've ever been a part of. And, and it's just every day feels like going to the playground. It really does. It just, it feels, I, I it just feels like play every time. And you get paid for it. It's like incredible. I'm the luckiest person in the world. I really am. I, I, hope, I, I, I hope you get yeah. so many more seasons out of it. Yeah. We have the Haggadah, which is what you use on Passover. They had like a Mrs. Maisel Haggadah. Um, oh, really? Yes. We, we just got the Life Game on Amazon um, that features, you know, Mrs. I mean, we we're very big fans and we love it. But I think oh, that what, brings my heart. People, what brings people to love it is it reminds me of like my childhood sitting in, in my grandmother's house, listening to the music and the songs and the cat skills. I mean, you know, me as a New York, I've always done that kind of thing so i really i feel it and it, it's hysterical we have a did you go to the catskills in the summer of course um we have um amazing we have a holiday called purim it's like the jewish halloween and you have to usually you get dressed up and you theme and you do you send out baskets to people and it has we like to theme it so when uh, our first time that we watched mrs mazel that first season we themed it and we did everything revolving around Mrs. Maisel. And we also gave a toilet plunger. And we put all the <laughs> So we gave it like 50 toilet plungers. And we yeah, also yeah, gave out yeah. baskets to the hospital. I said, look, I can't really give out plungers to these poor kids in the hospital. So we like switched it up a little bit and made it a little bit more normal. But literally, we had people running down the street holding toilet plungers stuffed with food in it. You know, rats. Yeah. It's just so much fun. You're, you're yeah. very fortunate and lucky I'm sure you, you know you are to be involved yeah. what do you see yourself doing in the future like once uh I know you've done have you done writing and producing as well I think I read that you were doing other things also 
I have and continue to um, um, all the time. Uh, you know, it's just I have a couple different projects in various stages that you, you never know what will actually live to see the light of day and, and what will just sit on my bookshelf for eternity. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I do. I'm, I'm also I'm doing a podcast with um, one of my longest friends. We've been friends for 20 years jeff meacham who's um he's one of the uh characters on blackish um where we just started a podcast yeah, we're, we're having a great time it's it's a it's a very pandemic friendly medium that you know we're able to do and and um but yeah that 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 i believe comes out in january um but yeah there's there's a few other projects that i have going with uh some writer friends of mine as well it's strange it's um, how the pandemic has led us to seek things like Perry never would have started interviewing people and never would have been able to connect to so many people if it wasn't yeah. pandemic. So we've interviewed so many people based on like Skiri Jones did an interview with us and in his kitchen and he had his whole mic set up and we were meeting, yeah. you know, him we had met before. We had actually done a podcast on on his on Z100 once interviewing oh, Perry. Yeah, it was kind of cool. But we're connecting with so many different people and I know um, Perry, um, was nervous about talking to new people and meeting new people. And I think this has changed her whole perspective on things. Well, I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of awesome because you realize that people are just regular people, you know, where we all have some connection. There's always something that we can find in common, you know, whether it's our love for this one show or, you know, your sister does marathons we were reading. And I'm thinking, you know, I think Joel should really do a marathon one day in his life as well, rather than just say, wow, I really like people who do marathons, you know. I, I have actually, my sister, my sister motivated me to, to I, I, I ran the LA marathon with my sister uh, right before my son was born. So geez, this is almost five years ago. I can't believe it's been that long, but um, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, I love to run. Um, I don't think I've run anything over 10 miles since the marathon, but, but um, I, I love, running my sister is an ultra runner i i so she's she does like crazy 100 mile races and stuff wow. like that all the time you know she she really pushes the envelope um uh talk about stepping out of line she she's uh <laughs> she she's she's in a whole different class of of of, of running that i have no desire to ever be a part of i, I just right. watch in 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 awe as she does that but but i will say just going back about um, things we've discovered during the pandemic. I, you know, any, any time a limitation is, is placed on, on, on anyone, there's, there's, you know, the, the, the optimist in me looks for opportunity. And, you know, I think that we have all discovered these opportunities to connect in ways that always existed before, but we just didn't take advantage of a perfect example. I've done several, all family zoom sessions family members of mine that i only see once you know or twice a decade i've now seen a couple times during this pandemic and we we're like why haven't we always done this why why you know zoom zoom wasn't created just seven months ago people just started learning about it and you know right. and there's other various video chat mean you know that like we could have always done this and i ironically feel more connected to my extended family now than i did pre-pandemic and um I get it totally. I've also I've I've been speaking to friends I haven't spoken to in years because I want to know how are you doing. You know, you you really want to know how people are faring, and you want to tell them, look, I'm here. If you need me, 
because it's yeah. really hard. You know, you think you're a strong person and anybody can just crack through this, you know, pandemic. It's, it's, it's been difficult in that sense. And, um, but for somebody like Perry, Perry's been like quarantining almost her entire life, she feels. You know, we've always very cautious of, you know, where she goes and people have to be healthy. So Perry's probably sure. been prepared for this pandemic than any of us. And, you know, for her, she just needed a, an espresso machine and, and she was all set. You know, she's pretty much quarantined. She's good. Um, yeah. it's, it's been, you know, a little bit more difficult for the rest of us. So, you know, as you know, Perry's goal is to make friends, meet people, find out about their lives. And um, it was really, really, really sweet of you to agree to be interviewed and um, be, you know, one of the top people that Perry wanted to interview. And the fact that you said yes really is a, is a big deal to her, so thank you so much, um, oh, Perry. It is such a pleasure. I, 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 I'm completely sincere when I say I am. I am inspired beyond words by you, and and um, and you got a friend for life here, and and oh. and anything and everything I can do, I want to help in, in oh. any way. So, um, so you know, sweet. you do let me know. Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. We can't wait to see what's in store for the next season. Uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> we hope you behave. But we know that you're going to bring a lot of fun fun to the show. And um, we're going to go back and, and watch a few other things that you were on, too, that we, we, we might have missed. Because it's just Thank you. there's just so much to watch and so many series to get through, which is probably so much fun. Right now, we're going through Friends. You never saw Friends before. So. Oh, uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, we're at a golden age in TV right now. There's there's I have a, I have a queue that I've made of you know, 50 shows, 50 brilliant shows that, that I still have not even begun. And, and, um, and, and there's, there's, there's so many wonderful, you know, when I grew up, everyone said, Oh, there's nothing good on. Nobody can say that now. Nobody no. can ever say that again for as long as they like, there's, there's so much good stuff and that. And that's why being on something that people watch and has eyeballs and has people's attention is is all the more special um because that now has become a rarity and and just to be on a show like this where people are watching it and loving it is is special all in itself oh that's so nice um you know what i just finished watching david letterman started interviewing um he has three seasons did you have yes I, I I've not seen all of them, but I've seen I've seen some of them. Yeah, I, I watched I watched the first couple with Obama and Clooney, and I, I watched the Kanye one. Um, what I watched one other one. I forgot which one. Um, um it, was, it was just um, John Lewis. Didn't he have John Lewis on? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. The race yeah. driver. Yes, I went. I just went through all of them, and amazing. Like I'm so amazed, and then. And, you know, you're not in school anymore. It's, you can't, like, sit down and learn, you know. So for you to be able to learn, like, so much about somebody's it's life, it's just pretty amazing. So that I really enjoyed. Um, also, I watched all of David Simon's shows. And that gets you in a dark place sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I went through, like, months. I, I like um, watching series like that. So, but now, you know, we're into comedies, which is good. We're into things that are very uplifting, um, like the show. Yeah, that a, pa a pandemic is a good time to start binging some comedies. That's right. that's a <laughs> that's the next marathon we're doing. What I do is I I push Perry till mile about twelve. Depends how she feels and how she's doing, and then she usually walks the last mile. 
I know I saw, I, I watched your video. That's, I mean, I, again, I just, um, you, 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 if somebody's looking for motivation, Perry, look no further, oh. really. 